podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the Rider, it's John Gibbons in for Neil Atkinson, who's in Las Vegas at the moment. So, hi, Neil. We miss you dearly. We also miss Steph, who's not here for the second week running, but hopefully back next week. But instead, we have a stellar cast indeed. We've got Mo Stewart. Uh, not done a Rider for a while, Mo? No, no. I feel it's all it's all coming back to me. Right? <laughs> uh, Adam Melia. Hi. Stalwart. Yeah. And, uh, and Lizzie Doyle, who's, who's done quite a few recently as well and yes. must must have done a good hi. job because uh, back here again. I, I'm, I'm the Steph substitute. <laughs> Is that how you feel? Yeah. Uh, so wait, so am I the Neil substitute? That means, that means for you, everything's content. I've got to talk quicker as well. <laughs> Adam, do you feel like a senior member of staff? Uh, am I you then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused now. Yeah. I'm I was s- just wondering if it's one of those where you're, you know, at work, you're like, oh, hang on, I'm the boss now. Yeah, Everyone's left. That's it, yeah. I've just been, yeah, just I've just uh, sle- sleepwalked my way to the top. <laughs> failed, <laughs> failed upwards. <laughs> no, it's good to have everyone here. It's eight songs this week we've gone for two each in the, in the uh, spirit of democracy and also in terms of uh, brevity as well so let you know what you, what you think of that uh, if less is more uh, lots to talk about but um, first of all Adam you're opening the show Hi yes I am opening the show I'll talk about it a bit afterwards um, because that's what we do isn't it It is what we do correct <laughs> I've so, made a note <laughs> <laughs> uh, So yeah this is Moona with I Know A Place <laughs> told me you don't wanna go home tonight And you tried to just shrug it off when I asked why Somebody hurt you, somebody hurt you But you're here by my side And I knew Cause in the cold wind I was the one in your seat I saw scars and they occasionally bleed Cause somebody hurt me Somebody hurt me, but I'm staying alive And I can tell, when you get nervous You think being yourself, means being unworthy And it's hard to love, with a heart that's hurting But if you want to
Had Amelia. Hi. Muna, she knows a place. Uh, yeah, she knows. <laughs> she Where is it? She knows a place. West Kirby in the summer. <laughs> if, if if you want to go out dancing, she knows a place. That's what it's about. Um, uh, so it's not that new. In fact, it's about a year old. Um, but I uh, was listening to it because I've been... You know, sometimes you just want to pick the thing you've been listening to, even if it isn't brand new. I feel like that's more genuine, to be honest. So what I've been listening to is a playlist that one of the DJs from Sonic Youther did. Um, Sonic Youther is a night we've mentioned a few times that's really good. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I, um, I, I've been listening to that nonstop. And that is from it. Um, yeah, so... I've, uh, yeah, and and they are they are uh, American from California, and that's from uh, that's from their their album that came out came out last year. Um, yeah, they've had it, which, which is called About You, You the Letter. Uh, yeah, and I haven't got any uh, dates or anything like that. That was Just, quite a lot of information. Yeah. It was quite a lot of information for me, wasn't it? <laughs> Tore yourself down, uh, Lizzie. Before we started, and everything is content. You were telling us about what you got up to yesterday. Uh, my like my to, exciting weekend. Would you like to tell the listeners what you got up to yesterday? I, I would like to tell the listeners, and they can they can judge me as as much as they want. But we I'm all do it, it. including you. In. Give out oh, yours. Don't worry, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not going to throw you under the bus. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. So I went out and got really drunk on Friday night, which meant I was really hung over Saturday so I just needed something really easy to watch but yesterday was like my fresh day so I was like oh I need something you know what 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 can what should I do being the number one Justin Timberlake fan that I am I haven't actually revisited the Super Bowl so I, I haven't re- seen it yet and it is very good is it's it? not one of the best and I am his number one fan but it's not it's not one of the best but it's really good it's the best it's really good in my opinion the best is Prince but I haven't seen Prince is exceptional yeah, yeah. exceptional so then I watched all the best Super Bowl performances and then I got on to that meant it got me to Coldplay Bruno Mars and Beyonce's Super Bowl performance which then reminded me of Glastonbury so then I started watching Coldplay at Glastonbury then Adele at Glastonbury and then all of a sudden, I'm I'm watching like Alexandra Burke on the X Factor, <laughs> and like Leona Lewis singing "Summertime," and and I'm watching like really old. And then oh yeah, I also started watching like Strictly, Strictly dancers that are my favourite. Wow. <laughs> so that just was when you were hungover. Yes, exactly. This, that's what's more worrying. So I just started rewatching a lot of stuff. See, sometimes when I'm hungover, I'll watch the the. The auditions. So the first time you saw like Cheryl, well, Tweedy, she was then when yeah. um, when she went to pop stars, the the, the rivals. Do you remember kinda... her outfits as well? It was awful. Yeah, yeah. She she looked she well she yeah she looked like pre kind of <laughs> done up done up by a stylist. Um, I mean she she, she looks great because of Cheryl in terms of you know I think um, I think Roger what's his name just talks about um, how pretty she is a lot and stuff like that. But um, yeah, she looked. But that, that's what. I, so I'll, I'll admit to that. Watching you know like uh, Harry Styles. Coming yeah. on as a sixteen-year-old and stuff like that, and, uh, and you know, if you want a bit of a crisis and boil. <laughs> but YouTube, what, what are your your? I bet I bet your YouTube wormholes are a bit cooler, Mel. Certainly than mine. Um, yeah. To be honest, my thing at the moment is I'm trying to find songs that I've loved for ages, but I've never seen like a live performance by the band. Oh, okay. So just ones where I've just kind of it's appeared on a playlist or something and I've kind of lived with it for ages, but I, I don't even know what the band looked like. For example, there's this one song by a band called Electric Guest, which has always been on my playlist. And I just thought, I'd just see what they look like. And they all look completely different to what I thought because it's kind of like, it's a little, it's kind of jaunty, soulful song. So I was expecting... Is it The Head I Hold? Yes. So I was expecting... That's the one off the advert, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was expecting to see, I don't know, these kind of cool, lithe-looking guys. At least half the band look like they're older than me, which is, you know... 22. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. You can stay around here, Lizzie. I like you. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of my thing at the moment, or just, like, live performances of songs I've seen before. See, Because some bands, when they do a live performance, they'll just do it as the record, and then I'm always a fan of the ones who kind of mix it up a little bit. In fact... My uh, one of my picks, I, I looked at one of his, and he's got a, a brand new live out. So, but I'll, I won't go too. Stay far. tuned, Adam. What's your YouTube game? I was just looking at my list. It tends, to, it seems to be quite a lot of uh, Harry Hill TV burp, like, <laughs> t- TV, TV highlight of the weeks. They're really good, and um, Future Islands appearing on different TV shows around the world. Obviously, I'm quite on brand. Um, 
Yeah, I don't uh, like in terms of TV show things. I remember I watched. I can't remember who it was, but there was there was like is, is there a Strictly version pre Strictly where they were ice skating? Dancing on Ace. That's on a different show, mate. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know, it's a different show, but there was one where um, Thingy from EastEnders. What's his name? Oh, Todd Carty, where Todd he goes Carty. flying off the ice. When, yeah, yeah. Legendary. When, when, when Watched he, that one yeah. many a time. <laughs> when, when, it, when he disappears offset, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 the one that springs to mind in terms of like old TV show stuff. Yeah. It's gold. It's really funny. It's <laughs> excellent. Do watch it. So pause this, go away, go watch and that. watch Todd, Todd Carty skating offset. But then come back because there's come uh, more back. quality to come. Uh, I'm next. It's Mount Joy with Dirty Love. Mount Joy with Dirty Love. It's from an album. I think it's a self-titled album that's coming out on the 2nd of March. They've got an absolutely huge North American tour across uh, April and May. So they're getting out and about, but I think that album will do well because that song is really good. So good luck to them. They're from LA, I think. Um, but yeah, Boss, really enjoyed that. Found it today. Um, but uh, what was it going to go on to now? Lizzie, the, the next band you're playing, um, you really, really love. Um, I really, really like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go one step down. No, I do really like them. I think they're a great band. Um, am I going into this or are we talking no, let's about, let's talk about Sound City because the, the, headline <laughs> yeah. in the, um, the headline on the Sunday I think yes, they are. Sound City and the Sound City lineup has been announced and I think the Sunday in particular is uh, is really really good so. yeah the Sunday is I think I was slightly underwhelmed well it's the thing is I'm not going to lie they've, they've kind of scaled it back haven't they mm-hmm. so it's kind of I think the original points of Sound City well I don't think I know because they've told me it was, was kind of your next favourite band wasn't it and that was what they were looking at and I think Obviously, last two years they've gone to a bigger venue and look for bigger names, bigger names, yeah. and things like that. And then they've, and then they've, they've, I think they've had a look at it, Mo, and told well, about scaling it, scaling it back, um, and 
you know, smaller venues, but but people who I think the idea is the, the beauty sound system really was wandering around and discovering things, and I think the yeah. idea of bringing that back, although it does, it might not sell quite as many tickets. I think it'll be more fun once you're there. I think so, and being within the city, I think is a big part of that as well, because like you say, going back to the earlier days of Sound City, that was kind of its big appeal. It was being able to, like you say, wander around and discover things, but you kind of even when you're going from street to street and bar to bar, you still feel like you're within it. So it it felt like it was more of a, a kind of an atmosphere that everyone kind of got caught up in rather than just a corporate event where you're out in the, in the <laughs> outskirts. In terms of peace, uh, I've seen them twice in Liverpool and yep. both times it was it was nuts. And it wasn't just the band, it was the crowd. Like they get a great gig in Liverpool pretty much every time they come. So that was kind of like, you know, it was an open goal to book them really <laughs> so I think that that's probably the one I'm looking forward to but you know what the venues are like well I, it's the Baltic Triangle isn't oh, it is so it? The, right. they've sort of gone back to the roots um, I I never actually got to go to Sound City properly because mm. I, I worked weekends it's for very five years um, <laughs> yeah, very drink. but I did see at the time ta- so Sound City gave me one of the, the most amazing memories of my entire life which I'll never ever forget which was um, as well as the, I, I agree with the the whole discovering people and you know you looked at Ed Sheeran who was playing a mojo and stuff like yeah. that but he what he was he was played unknown. a bumper as well played yeah. a bumper sorry at yeah. Sound City it was um but they also used to bring big bands and put them in weird you know places where you wouldn't get gigs and I saw the kooks who when I was oh 13 obsessed with so I was about 15 16 at the time and they played in the bombed out church to about 300 people oh. and it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. And, the, you know, the kooks are a big name. And yeah. to, to see them in a setting in your own city, yeah. especially to see them in a setting that you'd never expect to see them. And there was just something so magical about it. And I think that's what how, that's why Sound City was great mm. and why it was a bit of a shame when it moved yeah. down to the dogs. Those gigs in the cathedral were awesome. I was going to say, the Walkman in the cathedral, I, I still put that in my top three all-time gigs. Definitely probably my number one from my time in Liverpool. That was the same because that cla- I remember because I, I chose to go to the OCs instead. Yeah. It was the same night, and the OCs was was one of my best gigs ever. So it was like that. That was, but like that was when no it was, it was so gold. Yeah. Like it was just golden at that at that point. And like I I haven't been since it moved to the docks. Kind of just like <laughs> just like you know had a bit of a face on about it. So I'm glad it's back because I can go again now. In those days, I was doing the um, I was still writing regularly for Bido Lito, and we were doing the dailies. We've all done a stint, Mel. Oh yeah, back in the good old days. <laughs> Uh, and we were doing the dailies at that point, and it was so much fun for me because that was the first time I felt like I've been in like what I imagine a live newsroom is like. Because it was like we were having to go out, watch the show, come back, write the copy, send it off because they had to be all done by I think it was twelve thirty in order to get out in the dailies the next day. And Mo, just, I need five hundred more words on the walkman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and God but, damn it, Mo. But, but, but the, you mentioning the OCs, sorry, really brought it back to me because I'd be coming and I was buzzing about the walkman and started talking to it. And then, like five minutes later, someone else came in and started telling the stories about the OCs. And it's kind of like it was just the the, the, it, the it was sparking excitement left, yeah. right, and centre. Not just in the places where the gigs were happening, but in our offices as well. And that's the kind of atmosphere that I'm hoping that we're going to get this year. Yeah, hopefully. I'll just run through some of the other bands who were playing uh, before uh, Lizzie Plays Peace, but we've got DMAs who are also headlining Peace, Slow Readers Club, Sunset Jones, Baxter Geordie, who we've played a lot of Idols, uh, Night Cafe, who we've played uh, from Liverpool, obviously, Picture This, Damon Kennedy, Jaws, Super Organism, uh, who I've missaid before, uh, and played before, uh, Black Honey, uh, Wyoke and Yellow Days, just some of them. There's, the, the lineup's absolutely huge all the way down. Uh, lots of great acts from, from Liverpool and beyond. It is 5th and 6th of May, 2018, if you want to come and spend that weekend in Liverpool, if you don't love live here, um, it is a it is boss. It is really really good. I think it's Chelsea away, um, so it doesn't necessarily clash with there. But the home game, but but you can watch the game in the city and have a lot of fun. Uh, we'll probably be talking about Sound City more between now and then, uh, partly because they're our friends and we're quite open about that, but also because it's as I say, it's a really fun weekend to be in Liverpool. And yeah, looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. So peace. Yeah. Yes. So this is the Sunday headliners for Sound City. The excellent piece with their new song Power. <laughs> I got the power. 
with power um as we said play sound city this summer which is one festival that is happening um i just wanted to ask you guys about glastonbury why why you three are here in particular because obviously mo and adam you dj'd glastonbury last year uh, not together separate sets um, taking over the world separate separate sets uh, Lizzie you've, you've watched a lot of Glastonbury on the telly I'm this very, weekend I'm, I'm a bit amazed by this <laughs> it's, it's cool it's you cool. played a Glastonbury it's a cool thing to I at least do it for a living to be fair yeah I Wait, mean, what and, stage what tent what, what um, two what, one was oh, I can't even remember the name of the place it was um, do you know in the back of the greenfields where there's a massive t- um, the, the totem pole yes yes and behind the totem pole there's uh, there's an area in there which is uh, a naturist area it's a naturist area. It's for hmm. naked people. <laughs> and I was DJing there. I wasn't naked. I wasn't naked. Oh, come on, man. It was not in vain. So I had to. Play the game. I had my shorts on and nothing else. I, I was topless. Oh, that's, that's all right. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. 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 Please I, tell me you play like na- nakedy songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Nelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, they, they were very yeah. particular in the kind of music they wanted. So I didn't really have that much wriggle room. But they, <laughs> very particular, the naturists. Yeah, they they had lots of wriggle room. They had uh, maybe a little bit too much. Wow. They had a, a trampoline and everything. Wow. But that one was one thing. The better gig was um, <laughs> the more clothed gig. Yeah, that was in in the crew bar, which uh, I don't want to sound like a tit, but the crew bar is like one of the best places to be in Glastonbury, man, because sure it's, where it all, it's where all the magic happens. No, but. In, 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 I think I might have bunked in there once. Yeah, we, we yeah, bunked yeah. into the festival one by yeah, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I love bunking into crew bars. And then, <laughs> part of my festival plan. They've got like a, 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 um, a disused old London Underground tube um, oh, carriage, yeah. and that was kind of like the seating area above the DJ booth. And um, yeah, I was playing in there. It was a Sunday night, so all the people who I knew and all the people I'd made friends with over the week, all the workers were all in there, and it was. It was it was magic. It was it was one of the best days of my life. Sorry, so, but what are you going to do this year? Because Glastonbury's like a proper hole for you, isn't it? Because you you're every year you're there. You 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 do about two weeks or something. Yeah. And so like this year, what are you going to do? I don't I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I to be honest, I have got a plan. The week before I would normally be at Glastonbury, I'm going to be in Wales DJing at the wedding of a very dear friend of mine, and it's kind of. They're trying to make it into a wedding slash festival, so it's going to be there's going to be outdoors. You're looking at me like, no, I think that's really cool. It is cool, but it's like I know that when I'm there, I'm going to be like, I'm in the tent. This is great, and then I'll remember that this isn't the tent I'm normally in, and this isn't the place (laughs) I'm normally walking out of the tent into. Don't have a cob on for the wedding, bro. They won't pay you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll just be drunk. To be fair, (laughs) I mean, it's not like the last two times I've had to deal with it. Uh, the first time I was actually curating a festival with my friend who's the sister of the girls getting married and the time after was the Olympics and you know I'm a sport hog so I was all into the Olympics so I didn't really notice it this year I mean I'm 
probably going to go to another festival. I haven't decided which one yet, but I have to kind of see music in a field somewhere and drink cider. That has to happen. Adam, what's your see music in a field and drink cider plan? I don't know. And this is what I was saying to Mo downstairs. And I think think we agreed that the good thing about Glastonbury is it sort of just makes up your mind for you. Like, I don't really need to think about it. It's kind of like I, I sort of pretend, I usually protest a little bit about how I'm not going. And then I, and then I just always do. And 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 I don't really have to go to any any others because it sort of sorts it all out. So this time it's like I sort of need to think, and I quite like making late decisions as well. Having the luxury to make a late decision is good. And and as Mo said, they're, they're like starting to sell out. Yeah. So I like the look of Green Man, um, and I also uh, quite like Blue Dot. Well, it looks all right, and it's quite close. And um, thingy number six looks good. Um. Festival number 76, as somebody's told me recently, <laughs> which is a very mum thing to say. It wasn't, it wasn't my mum. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, one of them. I don't know. I don't know. Lizzie, you going to uh, get the tents out and get out there? Well, you don't have to now. You can do, like, city yeah. ones and stuff like that. Have well, you seen the I'm festival doing. in Madrid? It looks incredible. Yeah. That one does look tasty. There's one in Madrid that's just ridiculous, like someone's got too much money. But What's it's only it like. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, man. Or sorry. So it's got some really lame name. Well, I was looking at Prime of Era. Yeah. I think because yeah. Barcelona is like my favorite city in the world. So I thought, well, you know, two and one. And, you know, I know this sounds really bad, but I am I'm quite a, a prinny when it comes to festivals. So I, I love Glastonbury, but I despise tents. I hate tents. I so hate Primavera is like I did mad, mad cool festival. It's cool. Great. The last time I went, I stayed in Worthy View and it changed my life. <laughs> and I'm talking, changed it. But I stayed in what was basically a garden shed. It was just a garden shed, but it felt like a hotel. Yeah. It was tiny, but it, you, you sleep off the floor. That's which was just such a big yeah, factor. And there was also showers if you wanted them. But they, they, they were literally just a van with like little paper inserts, do you know what I mean? But little things like that en- enhance the experience. But I have just bought, I've put myself in about £200 debt. I've just, because I, I had to buy them. I had to, I had to get love box tickets, only for Saturday. Mm. Um, Childish Gambinos is not going to be around much longer in music. He's come out and said the last, the next album he does is his last and he's never he doesn't really play anyway so I can't risk not seeing him before he goes mm. forever from music so it's, I'm going to go down to the box on the Saturday any yeah. idea playing the same day mm. and it's a, it's a decent lineup I'm only going for the day um got sound city and like I say I might look at doing maybe a warm weather one because yeah. <laughs> why not because why not indeed. warm weather training camp primavera <laughs> <laughs> Mel who are you playing um, this is called The Shacks, the name of the band, and the song is called Follow Me.
Uh, the Shaq Swift follow me mo. Mm-hmm. I only found these uh, a week ago. I'd actually heard one of their songs earlier. It's been on an advert, but I'm a sucker for a good uh, voice. And um, the singer, Shannon, has got one of those most beautiful voices that she could basically read me the phone book. And I'd just be lying down with a glass of cool milk. Just like, mm. <laughs> but most most of the songs... What an image. <laughs> She's there no, next to you with the phone book. No with book. milk. Yeah, no with milk. <laughs> I, 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 I like milk. If, if, if that's going to be the one revelation from this show, I, I do love me some milk. But um, this this everything that this band have done that I've since investigated fits within that same kind of frame of just kind of more down-tempo, but beautiful, dreamlike. They've got an album out. It's called Haze. Uh, they're on Big Crown Records, but you can get their album from their band camp, which I normally would recommend to everyone over the other form because I know that it means that they get more money. So, yeah. Go for that. Um, okay, that was the first half of the show. That was all poppy. The second half of the show all goes a bit weirder, um, <laughs> which which is fine. Uh, what's your, what's the, your weird act of the day? This is the gateway into weird. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is Palm and Pearly. Yeah, it's a bit weird, I suppose. Um, my brother sent me that song, and he said uh, that he's been listening to it, and um, it, he said it's it's like a cross between the shins and battles, which sounds like a strange, yeah, a strange two things to be. It, yeah, but yeah, so it kind of does sound like those things. Um, quite unique uh, sounding. I really like them anyway. That is just out. It was out on February the 9th, The album uh, called Rock Island. It's their second album. They are from Philadelphia. From West Philadelphia. No, they're not really. Uh, <laughs> I was about to launch into the Fresh Prince then, people. Right. Can I just say, on the subject of that really often repeated joke, East Philadelphia is actually a lot nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Like, but well, I, I guess that was. I, I suppose maybe that's that was what he, it. that's what he's getting at, isn't he? That he had to get out of the. You know, yeah, but it's, I hood. mean, it's not really that rough. I mean, downtown Philly, that's rough. Okay, but like, so, so he's like. So he's, he's, he's basically added an extra word in there just for the rhyme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So he, he, I mean, you, you can do with this, with this information what you want, but yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was fine to set the record straight. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I think, okay. I think anyone questioning Will Smith's integrity is uh, you know, not going to last long on the rider. I've been enjoying uh, Will Smith's Instagram videos recently, as anybody would say. Oh, he's so cool. They're brilliant. I like, love that he's basically just retired to do Instagram videos. They're really, really funny. There's, I, I feel like I've already said this. I said this last week, but anyway, yeah, the one where someone said, said to him, I don't know when this would happen, but someone's accused him of not knowing the words to La Bamba. <laughs> I was wondering when that would come up. Yeah, I know, how on earth, when, when did that happen? But he does a furious response video, <laughs> driving along, speaking entirely in Spanish, and then sitting there being like, right. <laughs> Like obviously that's what he's saying, right? <laughs> and then, then furiously singing along to La Bamba, <laughs> staring the camera right in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, sorry, Palm are touring throughout March and April in America, and then they're over to Europe in May and June. Go and see him. Do go and see Palm. Um, my weird one is a bronze whale, and this is exposure. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was Bonds Whale with Exposure. They are a two-piece band from Austin and Texas, and that's the first release for a while. I can't see any tour dates or album news from them, but I really like that, so I'll keep an eye on them myself. They're not as good as Gold Whale. <laughs> <laughs> Third in the Winter Olympics, uh, Whale Whale Division. Have you been watching the Winter Olympics? I have. I have. That was why. why yeah, I was. I think that's probably why I'm thinking of things in terms of gold, silver, and bronze. It was fun. We were in Scandinavia last weekend, uh, and they like the Winter Olympics, uh, especially the. Uh, um, cross country skiing, yeah. which I've never really got into because it looks graft mo. I'll be honest with you, um, but but we watched. <laughs> it was funny because we watched the uh, one event in a bar in Sweden, and the Norwegian girl was meant to win because she's won the last five or something. She's going to become the most decorated Winter Olympian ever, or at least in that event. And the Swedish girl beat her. So it went off in this bar yeah. in Sweden in the air, in the airport and everyone was celebrating and then we got to Norway and everyone was fuming, <laughs> <laughs> well, which was really funny. To circle that story, in one of the other races, she got her own back because she won and the Swedish girl comes second. So. And mate, well, well so, so now she is the most decorated yes, um, yes, yes. something of something. Oh, that's good news. Right but it's, it's mad because um, you would never peg. You're right. The cross-country skiing doesn't seem to be the most obvious one for the, for the rock stars of the sport. But that does seem to be the most popular, particularly in Scandinavia. It's like each country has one that they that they like. Like the, the, I was watching the bobsleigh, and it's all like the, the Germans absolutely love the, the bobsleigh. They've got like about four to five teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah too many. It feels like cheating. Yeah. Doesn't it? Like oh, the hedge, the hedge, and the bets. Just pick your four best lads. It's just. It is funny how you can be like, uh, like. I think I saw someone saying it on Twitter, like, uh, you start you start watching Skeleton, and you're like, uh, it's called Skeleton. And then a minute in, you're like, oh, he's gone too heavy on that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Crips has absolutely made a mess of that. <laughs> yeah, we're getting into the names. The, the, the one I enjoyed, I watched Super G, Women's Super G. I think it was Super G the other day. And <laughs> it was really exciting anyway. And like, and, and I think the favourite, second to last skier, so it's like the super downhill slalom thing, fast one. And um, the, the the one who went second to last went into gold medal position. She was the favourite, and the one who went last was a snowboarder. And they were like, "Oh, she's a snowboarder, really. She's from the Czech Republic. She's on borrowed skis because the other Czech one couldn't make it, and she just won." And then, really? <laughs> yeah, she got down to the bottom, and she was the last one to ski. <coughs> and then at the end, it sort of showed it. You know, it just comes up as one. And she was just completely stunned <laughs> as the camera went towards her. She was like, "Must be some mistake." Really? <laughs> yeah. That's it was amazing. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I prefer to check that one out. That's one thing I didn't see. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing with skiing, like you know, because it's just downhill on yeah. snow. If yeah. it all if it all goes right for you on yeah. the day, she was really ragged as well. It, like yeah. she didn't look cool. Yeah, but yeah, just really fast. Yeah, because because it'd be impossible to beat Usain Bolt. Oh yeah, but in theory, <laughs> you could beat the fastest skier in the world if you just got a decent headwind or something. I think I could meet. I could beat Usain Bolt down a ski hill. <laughs> I reckon. That's, that's something I'd like to see. Text in if you want. If you want to see that, uh, where's, what do you want to Olympics position, Liz? Oh, I want to watch it a lot more than what I am at the moment, but I I just don't seem to have the time. Yeah, it's over before you know it as well. It's not like goes on for months. I do enjoy months. it though. Yeah. I find it fascinating mm-hmm. because I just think it's so much cooler. Like, and it's it's so much more skill because it's all that ice. Like, and I think someone laughed at me the other day, but I remember when I used to do a paper round and it used to be icy. I'd go slide <laughs> everywhere. Oh yeah, but absolutely. Like, but like these people are like, that's, yeah, that's an event. That's what the, 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 the fin- Finland. That's their favorite event. I I, ice paper round. <laughs> <laughs> Fire a newspaper out of a can at the end. Beat me. The one that amazed me was the the one where they're going on the slopes and they go like backwards and they flip and cross the legs and the I ski, don't even know what skis. it's called. I keep calling it the ski flippy thing. Yeah, yeah, like ski it was freestyle or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's, it's, it's ski slopes freestyle. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, they're, just, they're just making them up now. <laughs> <laughs> Combining. Uh, Liz, what are you playing last? So my weird one is everything is recorded and Sam Fett with everything is recorded. Oh, 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 
Everything is recorded and Sampha with everything is recorded. Um, Lizzie, you just said in the break, you're a big Sampha fan. Yes, I think he's amazing. I think his voice is like slightly warbly, but in an amazing, haunting way. It sounds, um, somebody once said that it sounds like he's singing with hot pizza in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> never, never quite been able to, to shake that. I love it. That, do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to leave it there because I don't think yeah, I can think that, of anything better to say incredible. about him. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the rest of this album, though, isn't it? Because um, it's created by. Richard Russell, who's the guy who's the head of XL Records. And if you think of some of the bands who've been on XL down the years, mm. like Radiohead and Prodigy and all that kind of stuff, the kind of the, the 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 phone list that he's got of people that he can call on, it's just incredible. So there's another song out at the moment on um and so that one's been released and one with gigs as well. There's one with gigs, which is quite good. There you go. Um before we go, it's the Brit Awards on Wednesday. Does anyone care? Is it? It yeah. is the Brit Awards on Wednesday, I promise. I genuinely didn't know until you told me, and that kind of shocked me because 
Brit Awards used to be massive for me. Yeah. Absolutely massive. Like I used, I even only a few years ago, I was um, trying to predict. I wrote down a little list of who I predicted, who I think would be nominated and who didn't. But now it's like the categories that I care about are narrowing every year upon year to the point of nothingness. I think it turned into a stitch up a few years ago. I think probably mentioned it before. One of my weird conspiracy theories. The year Jessie J won a Brit Award before she'd had a song out. <laughs> I decided this is probably a music industry stitch up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it so. will be interesting what happens this year because there was the whole kind of uh, Brits is white thing, um, which isn't specific to the UK. There's been kind of uh, campaigns around the Oscars and things like that, but the whole Brit is white thing. So they, so they nominated a lot of black people last year and then all the white people still won. Yeah, so it's interesting to see if they kind of, if they kind of alter that. Um, yeah, that started with, well, it didn't start with it, but I remember that was sort of brought up with Craig David. He'd like, Craig David never, ever got nominated, did he? That was, yeah. I don't know. Well, no, he got nominated one year, but he, I think he got nominated five times in one. I think he was the most nominated other than Vinatti. Yeah, I think he was the most most nominated of the night, and then and then mm. yeah, went home with uh, his BFH. <laughs> <laughs> I don't his earphones. It's <laughs> <laughs> Falcon. But that, 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 that's just Craig, though. Don't, don't don't put the struggles of all of us on him. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is it is it is a thing. No, it, yeah, but you know, this is when I first like yeah, first realized, I suppose. <laughs> but no, I, I agree with in as much as I do think it's a stitch up I do think it's the kind of thing now where they will try to manufacture or try to negotiate their way around controversy while still having enough of it to keep people interested so they don't want to watch the damn thing I think it's failed on both counts (laughs) to be honest with you so um, yeah I'm sure there's football on on Wednesday (laughs) Could be Champions League let's all watch that who's presented it does anybody know oh it's Jack Whitehall Oh, is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Not a fan of him. Oh, my God. So, I think that's cemented it for the room. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, he's at someone else who's, uh, yeah, yeah, another fa- failing failing his way right to the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, probably like his dad's, like, Lord Whitehall of somewhere. And just, yeah, he was on Desert it. Island this the other week. Yeah. Wasn't that interesting. <sighs> Yeah, it wasn't that interesting. The best thing I've seen with Jack Whitehall is where the recent NBA London game where they got him out at half time and he got him to do one of those blindfold shots and uh, they pretended that he made it for a good 10 seconds and let him think that he made it and then they was like, nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) But it was brilliant. It was exactly what I wanted to see. (laughs) Mo, what's your weird one? Well, I mean, Ty Siegel is a little bit weird. Uh, He will never be nominated for a Brit Award. I can confidently (laughs) predict that now anyway. Um... He's kind of, he's a bit of a maverick, Ty Siegel. He's, he, I, I hasten to call him a singer-songwriter because he normally plays in a band, but he's one guy, he's super prolific. He's probably released, written and released another album in the time it's taken us to do this podcast because he's, he's got about four or five albums out of the last five years. His latest one, Freedom's Goblin, is just, it's a masterclass, if you ask me, of modern rock music, hard like it goes from there's some songs that sound like John Lennon there's some where it sounds like John Frusciante and pretty much everything in in between and the one that I've picked it's the one that you'll recognise because it's the cover of Hot Chocolate but he's just he's just beefed it up he's just given it a lot more oomph like, like when you put this on I can imagine if you listen to it in headphones your shoulders are going to start bumping around you're going to start walking with a bit more purpose I guarantee you I feel purpose just from that umph. There you go. Oh, that was quite the umph, Mo. Uh, how's your, what's your umph skills, Adam? <laughs> Some umph skills. <laughs> we'll leave it there. I think you could go anywhere here. Um, Sorry, yeah. Ty's coming to England in June, so stick out loud. There you go. Um, if you're into Ty, uh, check those dates out. They will be online. Um, we'll call it there for today. Um, let us know what you think. There was there was a lost segment on um, on band... Um, what was it? Plastic, plastic, plastic with Glastonbury. Yeah. So, you know, you'll never hear that. But if you're interested in Adam's thoughts, um, just tweet him and he'll tell you. I'm just taking it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was the conclusions. Um, but yeah, Neil will be back next week and he knows what he's doing marginally more than I do. Um, but in the meantime, thanks to Lizzie for jumping in. Thanks to Adam as ever. And lovely to see Mo. And yeah, Mo, say that title again. Everyone's a winner.